Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, Bully Ray and I talk about the WWE coming off of this year's SummerSlam and coming off of Monday Night Raw last night. We may be seeing a new era in the WWE. And we're going to talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. All right, I, I want this one thing I wanted to talk. It's and seriously, this is not a negative. Like, um, though I am a little concerned about Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. Uh, that does concern me greatly. But one thing I wanted to talk about with you, Bully, and the Busted Open Nation on the Tuesday morning is about the WWE as a whole in general. And one thing that I like to define pro wrestling since I've been a lifelong fan, 40 years of watching this this great sport, that everything, especially with the WWE bully, is defined in eras. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people talk about the ruthless aggression era, the attitude era, the rock and wrestling era, you know, the PG era. Like, wouldn't you say, bully, that the WWE has definitive eras that are defined in their history, correct? Um, I'm not familiar with any more labeled eras than the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era. Are there other eras in the WWE that have oh, been yeah, named? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. Give me one that, which ones am I missing here? I I just named them. I, just, you know, I you wasn't listening. P- <laughs> <laughs> well, is the P... Is it really? Is the PG era really a thing? Was that like a, a, a you know a, a monitor? Like, it it was absolutely okay. like. What, which, I mean, maybe which, which it was the other ones. Wait, wait, but but bully. Some of them are are actually defined by the WWE, and some are defined by fans. Like you know, the PG era was definitely they were going after a younger demographic. They decided after the era, Attitude Era that they were going to kind of clean up their image, you know, no more cursing, no more risque storylines. And they had a definitive era led by John Cena, which I think 
actually worked. Did it upset some fans? Sure. Coming after the attitude era and the ruthless aggression era, they don't. I think a lot of those fans didn't want a PG era. They lost a lot of fans, but yet they gained a lot of fans as well. Um, one era, though, that I think is going to be comparable to the era that we might be getting into with the WWE right now. And I know a lot of people are going to hear me and are going to be like, oh, my God, no. Because it's probably looked down even worse than the PG era. And that's the new generation era. That was like right off the heels of like the rock and wrestling era of the WWF. You know, where they they moved on from Hulk Hogan. And they went in a completely different direction. Very character driven. There was a lot of characters. There was a lot of negatives, but there were some positives. You know, the emergence of Shawn Michaels as a singles wrestler. The emergence of Bret Hart. As a singles wrestler, you know, uh, The Undertaker going to that next step. But then there was a lot of, you know, cartoonish characters. And then also it's very comparable comparable to what we're seeing right now. Because there is AEW outside the WWE's bubble like there was with WCW back in that era as well. And then we saw... WCW emerge and overtake in the ratings the WWF and that brought the Attitude Era on. The reason I bring this up, Bully, is that from Nick Khan's comments about indie wrestling and about the it factor and then you look at what we saw last night with with the Carrion Cross, what we're seeing right now with Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. And then also what we know was going to happen with NXT over the next few weeks. Would you agree, Bully, that this is kind of a new era for the WWE? I would. With when it comes to NXT, I can definitely see a new era being marched in. Now, if I just watched uh, Raw last night, I could kind of understand what you mean because Karrion Cross would be a good example of... That is a very gimmicky visual gimmick on him right now. Uh, I'm not quite sure why they decided to do this, but Vince McMahon probably looks at a carrion cross and doesn't know who he is. Me and you know who he is from NXT. We got it. Carrion Cross was one of our favorite characters. Bad mother trucker. Hot girl next to his side, great entrance, mysterious, cool. Um, what other words could we attach to uh, carrying Cross's entrance and his whole, um, you know, character and mystique? Well, I, I think the the ones you just labeled are the best. There was like a mystery to him. He was a badass, and he was cool. Like those are especially badasses and cool don't exactly work on the main roster of the WWE in a lot of ways. Those are things that they really haven't been able to connect with. And unfortunately, it seems, just from what we've seen so far with Karrion Cross on Raw, that those things have been stripped away from his character. Watching Karrion Cross's uh, entrance in NXT reminded me of like a, like a cool 80s metal rock and roll video. You know, with him and the girl. Now, maybe 80s cool rock and roll is out, and that's why they stripped it all away and got rid of it. But what I saw last night 
Dave, I was, and I'm going to get back to, to your original question about mm. the characters, because that was the original question. Um, I was on the phone watching Raw, and when Karrion Cross came out, I legitimately put the call on hold, and I, I think my jaw was actually, I wish I should, I should have took a quick selfie of myself just to show the nation. My jaw was actually open. I was like, I, I can't believe this. Why? This, to me, visually, is a complete regression. He did not even look impressive in his gear. That has nothing to do with Karrion Cross's no, physique because he looks phenomenal. If I looked like Karrion Cross, I would have made $10 million a year and been the WWE World Heavyweight Champion longer than Bruno San Martino. So the, the guy looks, but in that gear with the crisscross leather and the high waisted, it didn't, it wasn't flattering on him. And then the mask, we can go into it, but. What is it? It's a character. Yeah. I don't know what character it is, but it's a visual character that birthday boy Vince McMahon must like. I must I, have I, seen I, and go, my God, that. Yeah. Now I know what Karrion Cross is. He's a badass from the wasteland. Well, he had two badasses from the wasteland uh, called uh, the Ascension, and look how they worked out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. Again, we always we always hear this that Vince McMahon has this obsession with the Mad Max movies. And there's always these characters that they bring up that kind of represent that that movie franchise. And this is probably another example of it. It looked like kind of like a, a modern day Lord Jumungus. I, I I guess like a, a modern gladiator, like the way that he looked. Like it and and I I don't I, I don't want I don't want to keep knocking raw and I know that it's become a trend with me on Tuesdays, but that looked like the last minute they ran into Spirit Halloween and just grabbed a, like a gladiator outfit and put it on them last I mean it it looked cheesy. It didn't look cool. It did, nothing was cool about it, but it didn't look like high production WWE like either. Look it looked really cheesy and cheap. Am I wrong? Like I said, no. And it was not flattering. And to, to think that we're going to, you know, if you're not uh, blessed with a body like Carrying Cross, you try to make yourself as flattering looking as possible in the ring. This guy has an incredible physique, and they made him look unflattering yeah. in his gear. Now back to the back to the gimmick. If we look at if we look at the WWE right now, Alexa Bliss, Karrion Cross, Nikki Ash, what other gimmicky gimmicks are there? It looks like they're going into gimmicky gimmick territory with Elias. Yes, so, uh, we have heard rumors that the birthday boy wants to get back into those character gimmicky characters. That are that people can easily, I guess, understand or know what they are when they come out instead of being bland and generic. I didn't think Carrying Cross was bland or generic. And remember how excited we were that you know what? Even though we're always a little nervous about talent going to the main roster, holy shit! 
is that entrance going to be so badass on Raw or SmackDown? Nope. Nope. It's scary because what you just said was rattling in my brain when I saw Karrion Cross come out, Bully. Like, we talked about it so many times because Karrion Cross came up and came out on NXT during this COVID era. So they did an amazing job making that entrance look huge when there were no fans in attendance. And you and I, every time we would come on the air after watching a Karrion Cross match, we were like, gosh, I cannot wait until there's fans in attendance and he's able to do this entrance. And like you, you said, man, this guy is custom made for the main roster. He's got the build that Vince McMahon loves. And when this entrance is played out in front of 15,000 people, it's going to be one of the best entrances that we've seen in recent memory. They shot it dead before they even had the chance to do it, Bully. And I can't understand why. I'm the king of give it a chance. Much like retribution. Give it a chance. Let it play out. Yep. Um, when I... If last night would have been the first time I ever saw Carrying Cross, I'd be like, okay, I guess we have to give it a chance. But this is not the first time we're seeing him. And I understand how Vince thinks where, yeah, but this is the first time the world will be seeing him as opposed to just the world of NXT. I'm sorry, even if that was the truth... Let's say you were in a room and Vince said that and you absolutely agreed. I would still say, Vince, the look in the gimmick that he had is the look in the gimmick that we should be presenting to the world right now. What you did is you took a kid that looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin and you completely gimmicked him up. We're not, I'm not saying that Karrion Cross is the next Stone Cold. I'm saying he has a Stone Cold-esque look, which means he's got a cool look, a badass look. So let's make him another, uh, for lack of a better term, ripoff of a Road Warrior, not the Road Warrior tag team, the movie, the Road Warrior-esque gimmick. The last time a Road Warrior type of look worked was in NXT with a woman called Rhea Ripley, and then they stripped that away from her too. Yeah. It's amazing. She had that on NXT, and then you brought her up, and you completely changed it, and then you had Karen Cross, who looked like a badass and cool, and now you put this gimmick on him, where, at least for now, it's one show, it's one night, Maybe you know, it'll maybe it evolve. Maybe maybe he maybe. came back through the curtain and Vince said, ah, "I actually hate the look. Let's change it. Let's do something different." I don't know. I'd be interesting. I would be interested to hear from people who liked his look last night, as compared to what Karrion Cross looked like and his entrance was in uh, NXT. Yeah, and 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 I'm gonna leave this up to the nation. Um, NWA 73 is coming up this weekend, uh, a huge weekend for the NWA on both Saturday and Sunday bully. Um, we're going to have a lot of NWA guests on this week to celebrate the NWA and to celebrate what's happening this weekend. That starts on today's show. We're going to have Camille, your NWA 
women's champion on the show, and then we're going to have the national treasure, your NWA world heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis, on the show today. So I'm looking forward to that. But obviously, a big topic on the table for the Busted Open Nation is Monday Night Raw. And again, I really do think, as we've seen in the history of the WWF slash WWE, different eras, we are on the cusp of a brand new era of the WWE. And it's going to be superstar driven, especially like Bully just said. When you look at Monday Night Raw from last night, Karrion Cross, Alexa Bliss, Elias, you can even throw out a Drew McIntyre, a Dewdrop. I mean, this is going to be character driven. Are you on board? The Fiend. I know he's not there no more, but that was a hell of a character, a hell of a gimmick. Yeah, but now that's been transferred to Alexa Bliss, and then Bray Wyatt is now gone, but... There are, and now you're getting your best, maybe best technical athletic wrestler in Charlotte, obviously going into a story with the most gimmick of gimmicks and Alexa Bliss. This is Jimmy Smith, voice of WWE Monday Night Raw and host of Unlocking the Cage on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. And I'm here to let you know that Unlocking the Cage is now available as a podcast. That's right. You'll get my take on the trending stories in combat sports and interviews with some of the biggest names in the fight game. I'm bringing you shows every Tuesday through Friday. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. In a lot of ways, isn't that what's in right now? The comic book shit and all that? Like, that's in right now. So maybe that's what the WWE's plan is to have these over-the-top characters to get that younger demographic in their parents. It's not the wrestling that I specifically want to see, but there definitely is an audience for it. It's almost as if it's the not smart era. And when I say not smart, not smart fan era. This is for the fan that just appreciates the WWE for what it is. You know, family entertainment. This is much different than the Attitude Era that we know and love or the Ruthless Aggression Era. If AEW is going for that older, smart wrestling fan who wants a more adult-oriented driven, the WWE is going to go in the opposite direction and get children, moms, and dads. And if you watch Raw last night, If you look at the entranceway and you look in the crowd, there are tons of children there. Do you see a lot of children at AEW? No, it's it's an 18 to 49-year-old. So I think with these new characters that we're seeing, it's going to be easily identifiable for young children. Like if you see a Karrion Cross, ooh, that guy with a mask looked really mean. He must be a bad guy. Or Nikki A.S.H. Oh, she's a superhero. I want to be like her. She's good. Yay. That's what they might be going for. And Vince is the king of characters. The king of gimmicks. He created The Undertaker. If Vince McMahon would have never, ever done anything else in his whole career except create The Undertaker, remember, he still created The Undertaker which is the greatest gimmick character of all time, would you say? Yes, without a doubt. Or top three gimmicky characters of all time. No, it's the greatest gimmick character of all time, The Undertaker. You know, so it was his idea, his creation. So when you know you've you've created that, it's like a rock and roll band that writes a song. A lot of like the one-hit wonders. Well, if we wrote that one hit, why can't, why is it not possible for us to write another? Well, it's been 20 years. You might want to get on that. So we need something to hit for them, and he's going back to what worked, or at least it looks like what worked back in the day. I'm sorry. It looks like he's going to what worked back in the day. Yeah, and but it's and you not know what? for me. It's not for me and you. And I don't think it's. I don't know if it's fair for us to review a raw through our eyes anymore. Because I don't think we're ever going to love it. I mean, we no. might like aspects of it. I mean, I, I really liked Riddle versus AJ last night, sure. the main event. I really liked the opening segments with Priest and Lashley and, and Drew and Sheamus and the tag match that they have. That's what I, So maybe they're going for this happy mix of, you know, like, what did we open the show with? We got the big men, okay? Drew and Priest and Sheamus and Lashley and those big... 80s type of pro wrestlers that Vince McMahon loves. Brawny men who are going to go out there and fight. And then maybe we are going to get the character stuff. Like the, you know, the Nikki A.S.H. 
and the new looking Karrion Cross and the um, Alexa Bliss. Maybe that's what the WWE is going to morph into. With an A story on Raw and an A story on SmackDown, we're still going to get our women with Charlotte and, you know, we got Bailey. And whenever Sasha comes back, there's still Asuka, you know, Rhea. We got a good women's division. Now, if they only really knew what to do with it, and obviously with the return of Becky. When you when you look at the WWE, if, if, if I had a, a, you know what a whiteboard is, Dave, right? Yeah. If I had a whiteboard in front of me and I had all of these names on the whiteboard, I'm looking at it and go, wow, I have a hell of a crew. I have a hell of a roster. This is an impressive uh, mixture of men and women that make my sports entertainment company. Unfortunately, I just don't think they know how to utilize them properly. But maybe properly to me is not properly to them. See, I'm not in their board meetings or their office meetings or their bottom line meetings. I know they do their quarterly report. And every quarter, it seems like they report a profit for whatever reason. Because they released people or because they made money on merch. They always seem to be making money. They always seem to be doing well. We look at the WWE under a microscope. And that microscope, we look at it as Raw, NXT, SmackDown in the United States and what rating it generates. United States only makes up a, a small portion of where the WWE caters to and who the WWE caters to. We forget about Australia and India and Europe and South America and every other place on God's green earth that the WWE caters to. And yes, as as 50-year-old wrestling fans who not only grew up on a certain brand of wrestling, a certain type of wrestling, but obviously with myself performing in it, we know what we like. They're just not giving us what we like anymore or when they do give it to us it's only in, in bits and pieces and i and, and and bully that's a smart way to think about it it's 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 not about this is not going to be successful or unsuccessful uh that's not for us to decide we look at the wrestling and the product that it is and it's not meant for us it's not meant for a 50 year old man i think their target audience right now once again is as you said kids and you get the parents to come along as well it's a win-win situation it was like that for them in the 80s that's exactly what they did. Hey, you know what? We're going to cater towards kids. And if we get the kids, then they're going to come and they're going to get their parents to come as well. And you know let me, what? Let I me think interject the there just one second. I, sure. Uh, be, and because the kids and the parents is very important. Dave, over my career, the span of my career, when it came to the WWE, I cannot tell you how many people I've met, friends or friends of friends or just random conversations where – you know, parents will tell me, yeah, you know, I, I took my kids to the WWE last night and it was like, oh, man, you know, I went for like six, seven hundred dollars between the tickets and the T-shirt and the foam hand and the this and the that because the kid, the parents are going to want to make the kids happy. They're going to pay for the seats. And then once you gave, get there, the kids want the merchandise. That's what they're doing. That's what they've done for a long, long time. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, if an adult thing hits, like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, that'll be great, too, because not only do we have the kids, but we have the, the adults wanting to wear the shirts, too. So going after the children is not a horrible idea. No. 
I mean, Nick Khan is a businessman. If you're a businessman like Nick Khan, you're going to be like, you know what? Like, it's pro wrestling. Again, right now in the world of the WWE, especially with a lot of people that have been laid off and the people that they have brought in, these are not pro wrestling people. These are business people. These are marketing people. So they're looking at this as a business and how can I make this company profitable? They're not thinking about what's a, they're not thinking of five Meltzer five-star matches or a storyline that, you know, people are going to get invested in or a great technical match or, you know, the Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. They're not thinking of that because they're not wrestling people. That's how we look at it. They look at it as a business. The other thing too with NXT Bully, they're all going to be on the same page. It's not going to be this alternate show that's for the hardcore fan. No, everything that the WWE is going to do moving forward is going to be on the same page. They're all on that same quest. It's not going to be these different companies and stuff like that that do things differently. NXT is to develop superstars that can one day be on the main roster. And as Nick Khan said, it's not about the indie wrestler anymore. It's about the superstars and who that superstar is going to be. And as Nick Khan said, the easy path for those superstars to become WWE superstars. It's a different era right now in the world wrestling entertainment stage. This is Lindsay Rhodes, and I'm so excited for my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, to be joining the SiriusXM sports family. We'll be talking about the most compelling topics and to some of the most interesting people in and around the NFL, taking a look at things through my somewhat nerdy football lens. I like to push past the low-hanging fruit to get to the real stories that are going to make you feel like a smarter football fan. So please join me every Wednesday for The NFL Roadshow, available on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Alfredo in Virginia. Alfredo, what do you think about this new era of the WWE? First of all, hey, guys, I hope you guys are doing good. Um, the reality is that this is how lifelong fans are, are built. And if you think back to when, Dave, when you were a kid, I know you've, you've talked about it. I know Tommy's talked about it. Um, 
uh, I've talked about it calling in the past where I sat down and watched wrestling with my dad and I, and I bonded over it. Uh, the attitude era, um, um, ECW, uh, things like that are great. Once I've kind of decided I'm on my own. Um, but as a child, uh, it was it, it it was PG era stuff that made me that that made my father allow um, uh, allow me to watch it and made me bond with them. Um, and I think this is extremely important to build future fans. Now, guys like us who who are already older, yeah, that might be kind of garbagey to us or crappy to us or whatever. But for those of us with young kids who want our children to become lifelong fans, this stuff is perfect. Alfredo, I mean, Bully, I can't agree with Alfredo more. Like, if you're 18, like, if you're like an 18-year-old pro wrestling fan, a 24-year-old pro wrestling fan, this is, this, the WWE, if if it's going in the direction that we think we're it's going into, it's not going to be for you, and you're probably not going to watch, which is fine. You have you know, AEW, NWA, Ring of Honor, you know what I'm saying? But if you're like a 34-year-old man and you have a young son or a young daughter, you know what? This is a safe product to watch along with your kids. You're building a lifelong fan in that child that's going to fall in love with the WWE. And then, like Alfredo said, you're going to have that bonding experience between parent and child. You know how in these Disney movies that are geared towards children, they'll throw in a little bit of adult humor every now and then? Yep. Just the adult gets it, so they'll just chuckle enough where they'll go, oh, it was cute for me and my kid together. Oh, I liked the movie. You know, it was good because there was just one or two little laughs in there for them that the kid would never get. WWE is giving us a product that's geared towards kids with just enough stuff for the adults. Like, look at RK-Bro. RK-Bro makes me and you laugh. We like it. Yeah. We're, we enjoy that gimmick. So, yeah, the Nikki A.S.H. is probably catering to our nieces and nephews. But the RK-Bro stuff is catering to us. Yeah, maybe the Alexa and, and Lily is catering to the, you know, to the, to the younger kids. But watching Drew and Priest and Sheamus and Lashley beat the shit out of each other is catering to us. Maybe they are giving us more of a 50-50 product than we're giving them credit for. Maybe we look at Monday Night Raw and you know, through harsh eyes every week because they're not giving me and you exactly what we want for three hours. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? 
Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.